You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions on the show are always expressed with a certain joie de vivre. Please consult a doctor before listening, as laughter can be infectious. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Yee-haw! How's that on a frigid morning? That woke me up, Al. Thank you. <laughs> I'm amazed it, you have that much energy. I, uh, well, well I, I have to, you know, I, I start up, okay? Th- did you have some coffee this morning? I did have a couple, actually. Yes. yes okay, yes, man, that might explain it. I have a Keurig machine, and I and I found a supplier that that sells to Amazon. I was so excited. <laughs> the guy said, "Why don't I just deliver it straight?" And I went, "And so you can call me straight yourself." And I went, <laughs> "Oh, perfect! Yeah. I didn't know you could do that." Yeah, a good deal on those coffee pods. Although I must say, you know, I did buy something, yeah. and I was amazed. I just draw. I, I didn't like the item. I bought some pods, and I and I didn't like it, so I, I went to the post office to take them back. And within 15 minutes, I got a credit from Amazon. I went, whoa, this company is really good. Yeah, they're, they're serious about that stuff. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Awesome. All right. That is the voice, of course, of Christina Legowski, who's uh, a noted automotive writer. Thank you. And, um, and she's in the studio today. Which we're going to be talking about all kinds of different things. That uh, You've been busy, eh? I have been. I've been writing for the Globe and Mail uh, for the past, I guess, year now mm-hmm. and doing all kinds of interesting things, mostly with electric vehicles, EVs, right. and finding out all kinds of things. And um, it's, I'm telling you, there's a lot going on out there, and it's a very exciting time to be in that part of the industry. Yeah, I know I'm Brian. Really enjoying it. Brian tests EVs all the time, but I, yes. I, I guess more for performance, eh? Well, I mean, I, I, I review them for my my channel or yeah. other publications, whatever the case is, mm-hmm. and um, you know, got a charger at home, so might as well might as well drive EVs. And um, you know, they're they're fun. I, I drove the uh, i7 BMW, which is the six thousand pound luxury sedan, a little while ago, and mm-hmm. you know, it's an unusual thing, but it was lovely to drive. Not really pretty on the outside, but it was lovely to <laughs> <Yeah>. drive. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm more uh, on the owner experience than you know. There are so many people doing reviews like yourself. They do a fantastic you do a fantastic job, and I really have nothing to bring to the party from that point of view. Mm-hmm. I so I do things like you know, um, like the EV uh, charging ecosystem, yes. the EV charging network. Oh yes, um, be- where there's a lot of things happening and a lot of things that need to happen. Hopefully they will, and you know. Uh, yeah, and you know we'll talk about that later, I guess. Yeah, no, and it's it's really important. I mean, because a lot of people are thinking electric. Um, first of all, you can't get any kind of car right now. The production is still very bad. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. And because of the price of gas, people a lot of people have considered going electric, um, or at least hybrid, which is what we're finding out now is 
you got to wait two years just to get a hybrid. And it's impossible. So many, so many delays with production, and, yes. and you know, I've got friends that are that have placed orders for EVs that are still waiting months or years later. Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, I remember talking to some guy that was, you know, he placed an order for a Rivian, like maybe like four years ago. He's still yes. waiting for it. Yeah, in, and, in, in, <laughs> in the case of Rivian, it's it, it seems like it's a it's a situation where you need to know somebody because my friends who know people who work for Rivian yes. got their Rivians already. Do they? Okay. <laughs> yes. Well, you know. Uh, and I feel badly for these people. And one guy, he they, they get tired of waiting, so they just go out and they buy something else. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, one guy went out and he bought a Tesla. Oh, that's and, too bad. Yeah. Well, this is and this is what he said. He said, "Oh my God, you know, it's 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 not. You know, I thought it was going to get like a really good car, but it's not. So he can't wait until his Rivian finally gets delivered. All right. Yeah. And if you can't wait for a car, you, you should go for a holiday. And we've got Karen Wiggett on the uh, will be on with us later. She's from CA Premier Vacations, where it's not just a regular holiday. This is a very high class. It's a proper holiday. They, they're doing some great stuff at CAA Travel. Well, exactly. I mean, normally you just think of them as come to give you a boost or put gas in your car when you run out. But but yeah. these people are going to help you travel far and wide in first class comfort. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. That's, to, that's the way to travel, right? Yeah, and today would be a really good day to travel somewhere south and, you know, south and with sun, sunshine and no snow. Well, when I was in uh, Mont Tremblant this weekend, I was snowboarding in uh, minus 30 Celsius. Oi. It was great. Really? It was fantastic. Yeah, lots of layers, and a uh, few people were, were on the mountain, so I had a great day. And, and, and how many, you must have looked like the Michelin Man in terms of uh, yeah, there's, having, you know, warm oh, yeah. enough, thick enough, bulky clothes. Oh, yeah, uh, there's a video on my Instagram, and uh, yeah, that's kind of what I look like. But it's also, <laughs> like, you're moving around, right? So, yeah, that, that helps a lot. That makes it a big difference. That yeah, was yeah. a lot of fun. But All right. uh, driving, not so much fun in this weather. No. No, so you did drive there and back, eh? Uh, no, I did I did the driving when I got there. I had uh, transportation there and back. It was great. Oh, wow. Awesome. You sat in the back seat with your Cavassier and getting warm. And yeah, yeah, a little, you know, <laughs> a little cognac. It was good. <laughs> All right, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We're going to be back after the break. We're going to be talking about Service Ontario and how they've got some better ideas to help get you in and out much quicker. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman from Glen Allen Motors. And we have a special guest in studio, Christina Legowski, who's an automotive writer. We don't really cross paths too much, but uh, we write about the, oh, the same subject. Oh, it's such a small world. It really is. We run it? into each other. I'm sure we'll run into each other at the car show again. Figuratively, I hope. Well, of course. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, figuratively. Not, not I, don't have, I don't have collision for that kind of thing. <laughs> and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not, not insured. I'm, I'm usually not paying attention when I'm walking, so who knows what will happen. Yeah, but how you drive is pedal to the metal primarily. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Full throttle all do day you, long. Do you walk the, the same way you drive? No, opposite. I'm, ca- I'm completely careless when I walk. That's how I get injured. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we've got, uh, we've got some interesting news in that uh, our friends at Service Ontario, who handle our licenses and uh, license plate renewals and, of course, our health cards, are making it easier to get our renewals done. Oh, Oh, thank goodness. Exactly. You ever go there, I think people know you don't go at the beginning or the end of the month because those are the busiest (laughs) days, right? Yes. It's if you remember to get your new license sticker. But but here, I mean, we don't need stickers anymore. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I had to go to renew my, my, uh, because I needed to have my photo done, and I went like on a Wednesday afternoon. It was perfect. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. But but if you go on a bad day, or you used to, you know, and especially if there's a lot, if you're in a neighborhood where there's a lot of used car guys, 
Like there's a huge line. <laughs> oh, I bet. Yeah. Although they, they, I guess they did simplify or try to speed it up, and there, there is a dealer line specifically, eh? Right. And, and you can't go on a dealer line if you're not a dealer. Of course. Um, now, we go for license plates. You need license plates, of course. Yes. Um, and health cards. How often do you have to renew your health card? I think it's only every five years or something. Mm-hmm. I, although I got chastised by my doctor and he said, don't bring that one in again, that red and white, because we can't use those anymore. Oh, my God. You still have a red and white? I did. I did. I did. Yep. That's yeah. Yeah. I, I, I hung on to mine as long as possible. It was great. And, uh, and of course, you know, they have these amazing photographers there, you know, at the studio. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I think they Great have, cameras, yeah. They I have told contests. you not to smile. Yeah, I, no, they <laughs> have contests to see who, who will have, like, the goofiest photo. But, but the last time I went, which I thought was great, they said, you want us to just use the old picture? And I said, yeah, use the old picture. <laughs> did you have to slip them a 20 or something? No, 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 not at all. But I remember the first time I did that, I thought they were joking. And, um, and I kept smiling. And they said, what do you not understand? <laughs> I said, well, but, but I, you know, my dad always says smile, say cheese. No. <laughs> right. I couldn't believe it. Right. Well, you know, with, with, uh, with uh, sticker renewals, there's no stickers on our plates anymore. Mm-hmm. But you still have to renew your plates. And, you know, one of the reasons they want you to do that is, of course, to make sure that uh, you don't have any parking tickets or other, uh, That's right. other offenses attached to that plate. Yes, because then they won't, they, won't, they, they won't take your money otherwise. Actually, exactly. I had an employee that, uh, unfortunately, uh, I, I think it was a marital thing and he wasn't paying support. Um, so they stop your, you yes, lose your license. You can do th- oh, really? Yes, yes, oh. yes. Okay. I clearly hang out with the wrong people. You lose I, your driver's license me. privileges. And, uh, and my employee, because he hadn't renewed his license or got any letter from the court, didn't know that he was driving without a license. Right. And They and, didn't tell him? Well, he claimed he never saw anything. Okay. You know, they didn't phone him and say, by the way, John, uh, you know, because you, you, you haven't paid support. You've lost your license. They didn't oh tell him that. And, and how, oh, how we found out was my insurance company right. at the shop, because everybody has to be listed, yes. all the mechanics, because they'll be taking, technicians will be taking out customers' cars. They said, by the way, you know that guy that you have on the list? He doesn't have a license. I wow. Went, oh, okay. Um, which created its its own problems. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. So anyway. That's terrible. He said, thanks for informing me. And then he wanted to go into why the BITCH wasn't getting money. And I said, I don't really oh, need no, to know this. No, <laughs> no, really? No, yes. No, stay out of that yeah. business. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> it, had to, it had to do with boyfriends and cash. And I went, no, this, nope, is, nope. this is getting kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is a PG-rated show. Yeah. So anyway, so they are going to make it better. Uh, you will be able to do a lot online. I guess the best part, too, is I guess, first of all, because of COVID, they didn't they won't let so many people in, but now you'll be able to make an appointment. Yes. And I noticed that when I went in, yes, that yeah. you can make an appointment, which I thought if I, but they're not, they, they need to promote this stuff more. They need to, you know, let people know, which is, I guess, what we're doing now. Right, 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 right. That, that's exactly what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, the other thing that it's talked about too was the dealerships would apparently be able to do some registrations as well. So I guess their cleanup guy won't have to run down to the license bureau. That's right. That's so. It makes it, I'm sure, much more efficient that they'll be able to do it faster and get those deals done. But they, so. still, they still need plates. Yeah, they still yeah. Do I don't know how they're going to. I don't know how they're going to do it. But you know, if, it, if it's a, if it's a licensed dealer and and, and of course they're they're uh, uh, they're a proper dealer mm-hmm. and uh, you know you can trust those guys. I'd, I'd like to think since you're buying a car from them. But uh, you know, there's some uh, maybe shady dealers you wouldn't want to trust to do that for you. That's we'll have, right. We'll have yeah. to call our friend Omvik. Well, let's you know, talk, let's talk to, to Omvik about that. Yes, yes, that's right. 
So, sorry, uh, what what year is that car? How many pieces are on that car? And uh, <laughs> I like the Frank the Franken cars. Those are the best ones, eh? We had one in like that where the, the I, I I I checked out the car and I said uh, the front half of the car is good, but not so much the back half. And he said, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "This is a car that's been stitched together. It's made out of two. And I said, well, come down. I'll show you the seam, you know. And it was, it was ugly. Oh, that's, that is scary. <laughs> and the, the, guy, the guy was trying to sell the car saying, it has a warranty. I said, well, the front half may have warranty, yes. but not so much the back half. <laughs> All right. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Afterwards, when we come back, we're going to be talking about EV charging. Yes. And um, you're going to find out if it's a fun game or not. And uh, <laughs> you ready to get juiced up? We're going to be here. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in studio with Alan Gelman from Glen Allen Motors and Christina Legowski, who is an automotive writer. Before we talk about EVs, I have four rapid-fire questions for you. Are okay. you ready for this? I'm ready. Shoot away. First car. My first car was a 1966 Plymouth Fury. Very cool. Favorite car? Uh, my father's 1966 Plymouth Barracuda. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Favorite food? Oh, my God. Okay. Uh... Oh, okay. Um, Pizza or pierogies? No, no, no. Actually, cabbage rolls. I love cabbage rolls. Oh, that's an interesting one. Yeah. Well done. And uh, favorite radio show? This one, obviously. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That was unrehearsed. Yeah. <laughs> totally. That's good. Very spontaneous. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, charging networks. Um, you're going to get an electric car. I mean, yes, you can charge them from home. What does the average charger cost now to put it in at your home? It really depends. Uh, you know, it can go like a, if you're like in a single family home, it's about two thousand dollars. I think it's it, it may be a little bit more expensive if you're in like a condo. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I guess obviously, I mean, there's the charger itself, which is like I think what a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks. Thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah, something and, like that. And then, of course, the other issue is, do you have power in your garage? which a lot of people don't have 220 there. Yes. Um, so you need to let an electrician in, yes. and that's where it gets stupid. Yeah, it's got yes. to be on a, on a separate circuit from everything else in the house, right. so it's, 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 it's very important, which is why you need a professional to install your home car yes. charger. Yes, and please, please don't try to do this yourself. Call in somebody who knows what they're doing. All yeah. right, so let's say all that is good, and you live in a house yes. where, where you have a charger. Unfortunately, you live in an older apartment building where you said <laughs> there's no chance ever of getting a no. charging no, it's not going to happen. Um, I'm on the sixth floor, and I'm completely 100% relying on public charging. So, and it can be done. I'm I'm here to tell you that you can do it, but it it does get you know very complicated. And one of the problems is that the um, you know we have this um, infrastructure that has um, you know there are flaws. Um, which is being really nice about it. Um, <laughs> you're being very kind. <laughs> I'm being very kind. Oh, you're being really flawed up is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's very flawed up. Um, <laughs> I have like about 12 um, apps on my phone um, just to be able to connect with all of the various charging networks that are out there. They're getting better about, you know, sort of doing um, roaming like so that they're interoperable, so that if you're on one network, you can still you can actually now use other networks. So, so, but you actually need all those different apps. You do to get. Yep. Yes. Really. When, you, when you you're do. out on the on the road, uh, I have a separate folder on my phone. Yeah, a lot for, of people for do all that. the EV <laughs> really? apps, right? yeah. I'm sure you do too. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Um, so it's not like you can pull into a gas station and you don't care which gas station because it'll take your credit card regardless. 
No. It's not quite as easy as that. No. The way that I explained it to people is that imagine that, you know, all the gas stations had no signage and you had to rely on your phone to find a gas station. And then when you got there, you didn't know whether or not the pump would be working and that you had to have uh, an app. You had to download an app, sign up, give it all your credit card information. And because you can't just, you, you, they're starting to change where you can use a credit card, but you still have to have an account at the actual pump. It, it, at the actual it's, charging. It's, just, it's not easy. They, they, yeah, right now, but you have to, you know, it's just really starting to take off now. And things have already changed in the year. Um, I last, well, I first drove an electric vehicle in like 2014, and that was like a nightmare. Mm-hmm. But, you know, last year I drove um, a, an Ion 5, and the, the closest charger to me was, you know, I had to drive to get out there. But now they have, now I have charges within walking distance. So, and that's like within a year. That's how much it's changed. So it is changing very, very quickly. Um, but one of the things that they need to do more work with is making sure that these that these chargers are actually functioning and getting them serviced and maintained because that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. So, so the whole idea is your app can tell you where that station or, or charging unit is. It can't tell you, though, if there's already two people waiting to use it. That's right. Or well, if it works or not. Oh, so, so some of the some of the networks that I use will show you at least which chargers are busy before you get there. Mm. Yes, but they're they're not reliable in terms of telling you whether that sta- that that charger is working or not. And you know that's starting to happen here in in Canada. My experience in Southern California because their charging infrastructure is so old, mm-hmm. it is very unreliable, and and that has to do with age and of course a lack of maintenance. Yes, I really hope that does not happen here. Well, there's actually there's a woman um, that. Uh, that has a, a company called Charger Help, and that's all. That's all they do. They just send teams out to service these these chargers, and hopefully that'll happen in Canada at some point, or they'll figure out something. So you really have to be like a, an electric car hobbyist or enthusiastic person. Because, you have to be motivated, right? You yeah. do have to be motivated, unless you, you're charging at home, unless you're charging at home, and that's you know. But you can't just be a ditz and think, oh, what happens now? No, and most people are most people do their homework before they buy an EV. They they realize that, you know, there's certain steps they have to take. All right. Well, speaking of taking, we're going to take a break and afterwards we're going to come back with Karen Wiggett who's going to be talking about taking a holiday. Not just a regular holiday, but an exclusive privately owned first class beautiful one. My kind of travel. Oh. Oh. Robin Leach will be right back. Uh, yeah, I could use one of those right <laughs> now. Lifestyles of the rich and famous. Where you find out you don't have to be so rich. But great holidays. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in the studio with Alan Gelman and Christina Legowski. And we have Karen Wiggett from CAA joining us with My Kind of Travel. Karen, what's going on with, with these uh, these cool travel tours you guys are doing, especially with you know private jet charter, charters? That's a, that is totally my thing. Thanks yeah, for having me back, gentlemen. It's great to be back on the air with you. Um, yeah, so we have a premier collection under our Extraordinary Explorations banner that is just elevated group travel experiences. And um, it not only, you know, great accommodation, immersive inclusions, but as you mentioned, we do have that great private jet. That, so we're going to jet you there in style and wine and dine you where, you know, getting there is kind of the fun part. So looking forward to that. And um, what are some of your destinations that you're going to this year? 
Sure. So the first ones that we have going out in May are, we're going to take two tours into New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So the first one, Vibrant New Orleans, it really combines a great blend of New Orleans proper, outlying areas of Lafayette and the Bayou, again, immersing you into the Cajun culture and Creole cuisine. And then the second one in New Orleans is our perfect pairing, jazz and cuisine. So as the name says, we're going to wine and dine you, um, hear some great jazz music, take you to some uh, jazz museums, and just really spend time uh, in the French Quarter. Wow. You know, both of those tours appeal to me. I'd have to go twice because I watched a crocodile hunter. We got to oh, get yes. <laughs> we, we got 14 tags. We better get going because we got to get us some gators. Well, so, and, now, and I love music. I, I, well, I thought we agreed that you were going to do the music side of the tour and I was going to do the, the, the cuisine side of the tour. Look at the side of that one. Oh, my God. Don't get, don't get in the water. I did not even know there was such a thing as a jazz museum. If I went there, I would just, like, never leave. Yeah, there's some there's some great little finds, obviously, in New Orleans. And some of the things, I mean, we're doing a foodie walking tour. Uh, we're vis- visiting the Sazerac House, which I know the gentleman talked about Sazerac cocktail um, that we all want to taste. And again, a lot of tastings and stuff along the way. So a lot of really unique uh, areas that we're going to take you into on that particular jazz and cuisine tour. And it's great that you have it guided. You know, a lot of times people think they could just show up to town and, and, and they're going to get that experience, but you're not. But this time you are. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, all these premier collection tours, they're, they're not only do we have the best guides that we've secured in destination, but we're sending a CA host with you. So you're going to be taking care of the entire way just to make sure everything stays on track. Um, you know, with timings, tours, that kind of thing. So you, you have that uh, that person in your hip pocket. That's great to have them. You know, uh, we were on a trip once also with a guide, guided one, and people had lost their passports. And, and the person yeah. in charge said, just go on your tour, have fun, I will deal with it. And it was so nice to have that there. Now, yeah, you, you, it, it really does give peace of mind when we ha- can put a CA host on our tours. It just gives that extra little bit of security that somebody is there to take care of those kind of things that do come up. Now, you do tours in Canada as well. Yeah, we do. We have two tours that are going into Atlantic Canada in June. Uh, <clears throat> sorry, the, this Manitoba weather has gotten to my throat. Um, we have Landscapes and Tastes of Atlantic Canada. So, again, taking us into Halifax and seeing all the sites there. But the really highlight here is we head into Charlottetown, PEI, and we are going to stay at the Inn at the Bay Fortune, a resort property of a different kind, created by world-renowned Canadian icon, Chef Michael Smith. Right. So some of you may remember Chef Michael Smith uh, from the, his TV cooking show, Chef at Home. Mm-hmm. So he has opened this really cool inn. So there, I mean, we're going to take part. We're going to get to meet him. Um, he'll do a cookbook signing. We will uh, partake in his famous Oyster Hour and his unique fireworks feast multi-course dinner. And, of course, tour of the gardens and uh, crops within, uh, within the inn. So, again, you know, really kind of a, a highlight culinary experience on the, you know, the East Coast, followed by the second offering, which is very different, which is our eco-adventures at Trout Point Launch. So, again, take you into Halifax, but this is where if you really want a few days of R&R, this is it. So, you know, we're going to head to the lodge uh, where you can do nature walks, guided trails. Um, we have an expert that will do stargazing with us and, of course, without the lights of the city. So you'll be able to see a lot um, cooking demonstrations. And they have some really cool outdoor um, barrel saunas and wood-fired hot tubs, like old school. 
Oh, wow. So again, a really kind of two different um, opportunities and experiences there within Atlantic Canada for you. And uh, and if you're the cruiser type of person, if the if you're not bothered by COVID <laughs> uh, and you want to take a fancy cruise, you guys offer cruises as well. Absolutely. So lastly is our member platinum cruise happening in August. Mm-hmm. And that is really the flagship of our premier collection. So we have chartered an entire river cruise ship with AMA Waterways. Um, so we have both the ship and the aircraft. Um, again, it's a seven-day cruise down the Rhine, complete with pre- wow. and post-cruise. Um, again, the ships on, on river cruises, they dock right sort of in the heart of the town or city. So you can just walk off the ship and you're kind of right in the action. Uh, but again, there's lots of excursions you can take from bike riding, walking tours, wine and beer tastings, you know, museum and cathedral visits. It's all there. What's really cool about these is, is of course, we have a pre-stay in Amsterdam and a post-stay in Zurich. So we really take a look at the region, and, and in Amsterdam, you get to visit a cheese farm and tasting. You get to go to the Gouda Cheese Factory and Stroopwafels experience. So we're really kind of bringing you into the culture. And then, of course, with Zurich, it's lint chocolate all the way. So we have a number of different lint chocolate tours that, uh, that we'll be taking people on as well. Those are all just beautiful cities. I'm kind of jealous of whomever is going to join you for those those tours. Yeah, I'm Karen. hoping maybe I'm one of those hosts. <laughs> oh, I hope so. That that is just fantastic. <laughs> You're stopping in some of my my favorite places. I love I love Cologne. Yes, yes, that's that's a favorite. I think for a lot of people, and of course, the, the scenery down the Rhine is the second to none with the castles up on the hill and and you know that kind of thing. And uh, now, is this an exclusive thing to CAA members? You don't necessarily have to be one. No, you don't have to be a SAE member to join our tours or any of our Extraordinary Exploration tours. However, there are perks to being a member. We do have member benefits on all our tours, so it could be um, additional shipboard credits. It could be a special excursion. It could be CAA dollars, um, discount on travel insurance. So if you are a member, there's definitely perks uh, within the tours, but you certainly do not have to be a member to join us. So if the battery goes dead on that riverboat, we could get a free boost, right? <laughs> we got connections. We got a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you, you've got guides, and it sounds like they know their their, their product. They know um, their destinations, and they can show you all this great stuff. Um, as a matter yeah, of fact, absolutely. Brian is quite the foodie himself. Uh, you'd probably like some of these tours, oh, eh? I, I've been to many of these places. I've been fortunate to, to go to many of these places. I do. I really love Cologne, though. It's, it's a place I want to spend a little bit more time in. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, w- I would love that. And for, for whatever reason, I mean, I, I, I just love visiting Germany. Oh. All those Germany's German cars. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, right, with the cafes and the bars and the pubs. And there's just a lot. It has a really nice energy to it. Yeah, I know. I, I went to Stuttgart because I went for a Porsche tour, as a matter of fact, a factory tour. Yes. Oh, nice. Yeah. nice. Yes. That, that was kind of interesting. And uh, But the place I stayed was kind of weird. <laughs> 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 well, I was looking for a bargain. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I, I, we will put you up in a nice style accommodation on our tours. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't, it wasn't a bomb shelter at any point in time. <laughs> That's a relief. <laughs> That's right. I'm here in Edelweiss, right in my headphones right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so your first tour is going out when? Uh, first tour is going out in May 21st. And how many uh, spots are still available? We do still have space available on both of those. And then Atlantic Canada goes out in June. And, of course, our cruise goes out end of August. 
All right. Website, how do they get in hold with you? Uh, www.extraordinaryexplorations.com, and all the full itineraries are online there. Sounds great. And or, or just call CAA and I'll hook you up directly. Absolutely. Any of the travel associates will be able to help you. That's great. All right. Well, looking forward to it. Hope you have a great uh, great time. So you're heading out yourself. Did you say you actually do? You are a tour guide yourself? Uh, I'm not a tour guide, but I often do CA hosting on these tours. Uh. Um, so I go along to make sure that everything is going okay. Oh, what a I'd dream like to job. I'm a tour guide, but... <laughs> So you just get to add your two cents and don't have to pay the price. That's amazing. Well, yes, exactly. And help people <laughs> along the way, for sure. It's, it's still work, Karen. I, I totally yeah. understand it. You get to see nice, <laughs> nice parts of the world, but I understand it's, it's still work it when you is. travel. It, it, I'm very fortunate to work for an organization that you know, affords me these kind of opportunities, for sure. Mm, I'm thinking strudel right now, you know. <laughs> <sighs> I'd, I'd just be happy with some beer. <laughs> All right, Karen. Th- more to the Riesling wine. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Thank you very much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you again for having me. You're very welcome. CAA Premier Holidays. Check out the website and book right now. It sounds amazing, eh? Absolutely. I'm ready to go. All right. After the break, we're going to talk about driving electric cars real fast. In the snow. And what could possibly happen? What could possibly <laughs> go wrong? Provided you don't run out of electricity. Absolutely. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here with Alan Gelman from Glen Allen Motors and special guest star, Christina Legowski. Oh, thank you. We're going to talk EVs, but before we do that, i got to remind everybody we have a contest going on this month. Every week we're giving away a CAA Plus membership, so go to davescornergarage.com, enter to win, and we're going to announce our first winner later in the show. And and let me tell you quickly, it's cold out, so if you decide you want to be a nice person and boost your car, your neighbor's car, make sure you do it right, okay? Because (laughs) you can do such damage on a modern car that's unbelievable. And you're going, I was just trying to be a nice guy. Uh, no, no, no. It's easy. Get a CAA membership. Call then, the Exactly, exactly. Right? Call yes. someone who knows what they're doing. All right, you guys, uh, when it comes to driving, you both know what you're doing. And um, again, Brian, your pedal is normally to the metal. Uh, there's a bit of a downside with an electric car when you're trying to do that. Uh, not really. Well, it sucks. <laughs> well, there's, it does, okay, well, I, one of the things that I love to do, I love to go to skid school whenever I get a chance because, Absolutely. really, it's a lot of fun. You're just basically driving as fast as you can under controlled circumstances, and you can't really hurt yourself or anybody else. So I decided that I would take an EV, an electric vehicle, to skid school. And while there was no snow, there was a very slippery, there was like a, a gravel surface, and, you know, uh, so there was lots yes. of opportunity to, to, you know, slide around and stuff. But the EVs, uh, we found... Um, you know, when I was doing like the, the, we just did like some basic maneuvers. Mm-hmm. When you stop, it doesn't sort of, the, the front does not go down. What happens is that the whole car sort of hunkered down. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was less apt to skid out. Okay. Because, well, let's do a physics lesson here. Yes. Okay. And the reason is, of course, because. The battery is, it's it's a big, heavy car. It's It's centered in the middle. And so you're basically coming when you come to a stop, there's no, you know, with regular cars, you've got less weight. The weight is not as evenly distributed. Yeah. So, so with, with, a, with a normal car, you've got, a, you've got an engine in the front, yes. typically, and it, that weight is carried up high. Right. And with an EV, what you've got is typically a thousand pound battery pack underneath the floor. Yes. 
exactly. So what would happen was that um, I, you know, and the 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 EV the instructor was has never done this in an EV before, and he was just like, well, first of all, he was like really taken away by how how quickly you know like the torque. He goes, let's like let's like G forces, like I'm in like a slingshot. And, right, very, very uh, yeah, fast. Yeah. Very fast. And um, it didn't, so, you know, we accelerated very quickly and then I slammed on the brakes. And, um, uh, but what the, the downside is that it takes longer to stop because it is a heavier vehicle. So he was saying that, um, you know, uh, it was, let me just find the numbers here so I'm not giving out any. Yeah, for a, a regular car, it would be like 44 paces to stop. And rather, the C40, the, it was a Volvo C40, it mm-hmm. took 44 paces to stop in a regular car. A gas-powered car would be like 38 paces. So, you know, it, is take, it does take a couple feet longer mm-hmm. for it to stop, something to keep in mind. Um, the other thing that I found interesting was that because I was doing all this sudden acceleration and all this sudden stopping, um, was that it really took a toll on the battery. Yes. It, you know, uh, I found that I, my, my battery power was significantly reduced. I had to go to my go-to EV charger because, of course, I can't charge at home before I could go home and, and top up the battery. Uh, so it was a very interesting experience and one that I'm really glad I did. Um, you know, it was a Volvo C40 um, recharge and um, it was with the Canadian Pro Drivers and they set up a course at the Ancaster Fairgrounds which is just like 80 kilometers from here. So, And it was a wonderful experience. I really, you know, I learned a lot. I, I highly encourage every driver to take some kind of advanced driver training. Skid schools are, are the, the place to start. And then, of course, you've got, if you get the sickness like I do, you end up racing cars. But, <laughs> you, know, we, we, you know, we all drive cars, and, and, it's, and it's important to, to learn some additional skills. It's important to refresh those skills as well. Skid schools are, are fantastic for exploring those those things you don't normally do on the street and you can't do on the street because they're actually illegal. So in, at a skid school, you get to do some aggressive slaloms and braking and right. all that stuff and the stuff you wouldn't normally do. So you get to really experience what the car would perform like in an emergency situation. That's the whole point is to be a, a safer yes. driver. It's actually, it should be called skid control school. And, you know, and, and it's, you know, and it's surprising, you know, you get out of that, when you come out of that, you just feel empowered and much more confident about, you know, your, your ability to handle a vehicle in, in uh, an emergency situation. Well, sure. And you probably, you know, people are listening and thinking that, well, you know, I, I really, I just use a car to get me from A to B. I'm not a car person. Okay. Yeah. I don't drive fast. I don't drive crazy. But the point is other people do. And yes. when you have to do a panic stop. Um, that, that's all you're doing is trying to keep your nose out of trouble. Uh, you should know what your car is capable of and what to expect. And what happen. you can do. Yeah, yeah what mm-hmm. you can do to, to control it. And, you know, and the thing is that you do come across like this morning. I woke up and I thought, oh, my God, you know, thank you. You decided to snow today. So but I didn't worry. You know, I have a car with front wheel drive and I was I knew that I would be fine unless somebody else, you know, was like a crazy driver, but even then, I know what to do. Uh, I happened to be sitting beside, uh, behind somebody at uh, stoplight who was um, who, who s- was preoccupied with what was going on on their phone oh and sat there for a very long time uh, while the light was green. It was it's like amazing. every second person, by the way. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, I, I had one uh, the other day, and and I and I, I couldn't believe it. And she was in the passing lane. I was a she. I'm not pointing any fingers. Um, but yeah, just totally, it was all about the phone. And I kept watching traffic, and, and, and I, I honk. I'm a honker, okay? Yeah. Yep. Um, 
But uh, a lot of people look at you and go, "What's your What's your rush, buddy?" I go, "Hang on, put the friggin' phone down." Yes. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yeah, really, it's a hazard. Or, or pull over to the side of the road, but don't drive in the passing lane. <laughs> you know, checking <laughs> out your 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 what TikTok thing. Oh, not, I, not not thinking at all. Not thinking. That's nope. the problem. Yeah. yeah, driving is an inconvenience. Oh my god. Oh boy. Did most of these uh, electric cars. Did what about winter tires? Well, I learned all about that this week. As a matter of fact, oh, did you? Uh-huh. Oh, did, yes, I yes. did. Uh, so there, there are uh, plenty of tires available now yes. that have EV designations, and it's for reasons that we've already talked about. The fact is that they are heavier. So the EVs are heavier than a regular car. That's that's number one. Number two, because EVs are quiet, what yes. they like to do is actually build a tire with some sound deadening material inside of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And uh, the other thing is also rolling resistance, which is a real challenge when you come when it comes to winter, right? Because you want some traction, but you also you know be, you don't want to make the battery work too hard because then you're going to you know degrade and lose charge and well all that all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So but can your tire guy tell you that? Well, your tire, you hopefully everyone has a good tire guy mm-hmm. that can help you uh, find the right tire for your kind of driving and, you know, whether it's an EV or not an EV. And, you know, so that, um, you know, because there is, there are shortages now with ev- as with everything else. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so, you know, whereas you used to be able to get, you know, like, 10 different kinds of tires for like one size. It's not the case anymore. But a good tire guy is, is just indispensable these days. I, I, I think you, know, you better check your bank deposit though because, you know, these electric cars come with big wheels. Yeah, the, you know, they're all whatever, 20s, 22s. Right, uh, right, know, right. Yeah. So yeah. that, and that directly affects the price of the tire. Oh, That's absolutely. Right. Yeah. 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 And I wonder too, do people swap out whims? Uh, I think they still do. What I learned this week, so I was at, a, at, a, at an event with uh, with Continental, uh-huh. and um, what's happening is um, they they do swap out wheels, but they don't change the size, so they don't they don't do the the okay. minus one anymore. Okay, the 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 construction of the tires are now so good, and they can get so much traction. You don't need to size down anymore. So oh, that's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you can't buy a. But you can't buy an inexpensive steel twenty-two inch wheel. No, you can't. So you have to buy a so you maybe an buy, off-brand alloy. Yes, or or a replacement set of factory wheels, which are going to be very expensive. But then your car looks the way it should. Exactly. You yeah, find that the important. breakfast at at a Continental breakfast is a little rubbery. No, 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 it wasn't. It, they, it was a delicious breakfast. <laughs> the eggs were horrible. <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be back. And as a matter of fact, we're going to announce the winner of the CAA <gasps> contest. I'm yes. excited. Our first week winner, yes. Right after the break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. Bye-bye. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in studio with Alan Gelman from Glen Allen Motors and special guest star Christina Legowski. And uh, we've got our first winner of our February CAA Plus membership contest. Yeah, all you have to do is go to the website, Dave's Corner Garage, put your name down. There's a little button there. You can Does say Enterprise. Contest. Yeah, you can <laughs> enter your information and uh, do that now because the contest ends at the end of February. Yeah, and you get a premium membership. That You can't go wrong with that. Uh, CAA Plus is a great membership. All right, here we go. The winner well, you're, of... Well, you're the musician. Drum roll. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> there you go. Oh, the winner is Valerie Gibson of Queensville, Ontario. Yay. Um, you, you knew Valerie, you think? 
I thought I knew I I knew a Valerie Gibson that used to write for the Toronto Sun, but I don't know that it's the same Valerie Gibson. Yeah, she may contravene the rules if that's the case, because she'd be connected to the show only because she knows you, a friend of a friend of a friend. <laughs> that, no, no, I think it. No, no that's that passes. That's, that's that passes pretty muster. unlikely. That's, that's, that's pretty definitely, unlikely. Definitely legal. That would be kosher. Cool, Nothing wrong with that one. But Valerie's won a, a CAA plus membership, uh-huh. which is awesome. Uh, lots of benefits when you uh, when you join CAA, and she doesn't have to pay for it, which is very cool. Well, it was nice having you here, Christina, you know, with all your expertise in the electric charging business and 4,000 apps, you know, but, but, (laughs) you know, we were laughing about it and I said, you know, if if you're an older person and and you have a flip phone (laughs) and you want an electric car, you're SOL. You really are. I mean, right, right. Yeah. The, the infrastructure doesn't allow for, I mean, it doesn't allow for straight credit card payments, debit card payments or cash. Well, but, some some of them are taking credit card payments, but but yeah. it's it's still difficult, right? It is. Like, it's it not is. easy. Yeah, but it's you know things are changing, things are changing fast, and hopefully they'll continue to do that. And you know things are ramping up. People realize the nice thing is that people, you know, the the people that are in charge realize. You know, we just had an announcement yesterday that um, the government is is putting out money for more electric electric vehicle chargers. So that's, you know, it's it's encouraging. Yeah, but uh, and uh, and then of course, if you it depends on the type of vehicle you have, you need a different charger again. Well, yes, and you know we're we're working. I, I mean, if you have a Tesla, then you know you're you're you have a wonderful supercharger network. But you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody will catch up as as things continue to develop and expand. And um, you know, I'm 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 very hopeful. I'm very optimistic. And the thing is to keep the conversation going. So thank you for having me on the show, so I can talk about this. And and you know, people out there who are interested in EVs, do your homework and then do some more homework. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's know. there's so much to learn. And yeah. you know, there you know, as as you know, Christina, there are cars that you can buy today that have incredibly fast charging rates. So if you're on yes. the if you're charging on the road and you find one of these fast chargers, you can charge very very quickly, which is uh, what I tend to do. But there are some other EVs that are available on the market that do not have this level of fast charging. Right. Well, no, so you, and I, you I, I understand this. And I, you know, I read in the article they were talking about level two chargers, of course, and and, and that is extremely slow. And I'm yes. thinking, well, why do you even have one of those at the side of the road? How's it going to help anybody if it takes eight friggin' hours to charge <laughs> exactly. your battery? Well, that's mostly level two is for topping up, or you know, or if you're at a mall or something, you're going to be there for a few hours, then you top up your battery. Mm-hmm. And you don't really need to have a fully charged battery. You don't need to have like a full tank. It's not like having a full tank of gas. You need eighty percent. And and this is the information that that. You know, people are having to find out you don't want a hundred percent charge. Now, there's there's issues around conditioning the battery and and that sort of thing. That's and, right. You know, I find when I drive EVs, I might I might get to you know charge three times maybe if I drive a lot over yes. the course of the week and with a home charger the equivalent is like maybe six or seven bucks over the course of the week it's incredible now in Europe though they are paying proper rates for electric charging so they're you know for a regular EV car they're they're paying 40 50 euros for for charging their car on the fly so yes what, but what, that's so where's the advantage the advantage is well in North America it is it is much much less expensive to run a, a, an EV. I did a story about this. And in the long run, you are, even though they're more expensive up front to buy, in the, in the long run, because in Canada especially, our electricity is very regulated. And it's not expensive. In Europe, it's a different story. But, you know, and hopefully, you know, once we get past this whole war in Ukraine thing and past, you know, pandemic shortages and stuff, things will stabilize and, and settle down. But, and it's also better for the environment. You know, let's face it, you know, even though I know today's cars are very, very clean, 
Um, and I know there are a lot of other issues around, you know, um, you know, the, the metals and whatnot that are used in the batteries and stuff. It still is the best way forward, I think. And yeah, yeah, and you'd be really happy if you bought a Tesla and found out that the price dropped and now your value has yeah, gone down. Exactly. Eh? Yeah, exactly, yeah. Now, and now they're getting into a whole war. I mean, Ford had to drop the price of the Mach-E. Yes. Yeah. Which I guess is good if you're going to buy one. It, you're, it's good if you're going well, to buy well, one. Well, what if you ordered one? What happens then? That's a that's a that's a well, good. I, I'd be re- renegotiating that agreement. Yeah, I would sure. think that you. I would. I would hope that they would on that they would you know hold they would honor the price drop in in, in that agreement mm. because certainly if it works the other way, then you have to pay, right? Yeah, if, that, that's that that's not good. But I do like dri- I do like driving the Mach E. Right. And, yeah, and, I had one. I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. The the mid range one. The, you know the the most expensive one. Not that it didn't do anything for me. It's supposed to be the performance version. The mid range Mach E, very affordable. I think there's yeah. good value in that. Very enjoyable to drive, and and it was very efficient. Yes, I I, I really liked it, and it was a real head turner too. Which, I mean, I was up north. I was in Perry Sound, so people were like, "What is that?" <laughs> <laughs> they don't get too many of them up there. No, I was just trying to think of some wolf whistle kind of comment, but I said, you know what? I'm just going to get in trouble. So keep your big mouth shut. You know? Oh, wow. We've had a oh, blast Al. here. Thank you very much. It's, it was an electri- electrifying show, and you'll be back again, <laughs> I'm sure, down the road. And um, I hope so. And hopefully you don't have to move to get a charger, eh? I have no intention of moving. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, thanks for keeping the uh, wheels on our electric bus today, and uh, we'll be back next week. Drive safe, everyone. Make sure your electric battery is charged up. You don't want to run out um, because the first pump you get to may not even work. This is Dave's Corner Garage. It's been a blast. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.